0: All right, well, we are at the end of another week. It's one of those times where you say, thank God. If only we had a better idea at this moment about where things might end up for us as a nation. We find ourselves in the midst of the 2020 Twilight Zone. It's kind of like that pink bunny from the commercials all those years ago. It just keeps going and going and going. Or the the Bill Murray movie, Groundhog Day, It just is on a perpetual cycle of repeat. And in the midst of all of this, you may find yourself asking, what is the lesson that I should learn in the midst of all this? Or maybe, what is the lesson that God would want me to learn through 2020? I know I've asked that question a number of times this year, and I've had it asked of me from people in my church, and I've talked with a number of other people, pastors, and other places about that very thing. And I'm sure that there are many different potential things that we could learn in the midst of this. But one of the things that I keep coming back to has to do with patience. Patience is one of the evidences that God is with and in you. That's what the Apostle Paul speaks about in Galatians chapter five, when he talks about what we refer to as the fruit of the spirit, or as I sometimes refer to it as, the evidence that God is dwelling within you, or his presence is with you. One of those evidences is patience. And sometimes the word in the scriptures is used not as patience, but long-suffering. Something that we in the West certainly do not like. We do not like suffering. I will do almost whatever I possibly can to get out of suffering. And it's not just suffering, it's long-suffering. Definitely not among the things that I enjoy. And this year has been a challenge. And in James chapter 5 we read, be patient, brethren. It's a command. Be patient until the coming of the Lord. And just in case you didn't get it the first time, the apostle gives it to you a second time, just a couple sentences later. Be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord. And then he writes, do not grumble. On top of trying to avoid patience, one of the other things that I'm pretty good at is grumbling, murmuring, complaining. Just like The children of Israel, as you read about their wilderness wanderings in the book of Numbers. Do not grumble. He goes on and he encourages our endurance and our perseverance and all of these things with prayer. I'm sure you have come to realize that these are difficult lessons. They're not easy things to learn. But they build into us the very character qualities that we consider admirable in others. I mean, think about it. You do not admire the quitter. We don't applaud the deserter. We esteem those who run the race with endurance. The person who plays four quarters and overtime through injuries. The gymnast who competes in all the different things in the tournament. The uneven bars, the balance beam, the, the floor exercise, the vault, all of the different things. And then we find out after she ascends to the platform to get her gold medal that she did it all with a fractured ankle. Those are the people that we applaud. Those are the people that we admire, not the quitter. So, be patient. Persevere. Get up and run the race. And take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. And consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. Some things to think about as we go into another weekend. We'll see you next time.